Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at RedRiverToyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. needed someone to understand my ups and downs. There you were. Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphi and also hosts the Jeff Calkins Show right here on 92.9 FM ESPN from 9 to 11. He's on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, I can't imagine it's uh, the best day for you after watching your Bills lose to the Zach Wilson Jets last night. Well, you know, being a fan is pain. Being a sports fan, I really think it's, it's the essence of the condition is when you decide as a little kid, you don't even get to decide. It just is foisted upon you. You don't decide to become a sports fan. You just realize that all of a sudden you're in your backyard running around thinking you're Bobby Chandler. That's who I was <laughs> catching passes from Joe Ferguson, you know, like, and then, and then, it, and then it takes a hold, right? It just yep. takes a hold of you. And, I was talking to the minister at Idlewild, who's a uh, who's a Clemson fan, about this this fact, and you just like, it, there's nothing rational about it. Why do I care? Like, I don't know any of the Buffalo Bills. They all make lots of money. They're all like, they're just. Why do I care that Josh Allen throw throws three interceptions? Of, like, what? What? I'm not invested in Josh Allen. He's not even from Buffalo originally. Like. And yet, it has the capacity to totally ruin your night, your day, your mood. And as bad as I feel, and to be clear, in the second half, I had to take a break and go for a run because I just couldn't bear to watch this atrocity anymore. So, uh, and that made me feel a little better because at the end of the night, at least I'd gone for a run. You know, like you're like, okay, well, it, it wasn't a total loss. As bad as I feel, and as you may be able to tell, I feel bad. It's nothing compared to what the Jets fans yep, feel. I think and you're so right. I do take consolation and solace in the fact that uh, that my misery is nothing compared to what Jets fans are feeling today. This torn Achilles might be the most devastating injury 
especially early in the season in the history of the NFL. With the hype that came in, with Aaron Rodgers going to raise this uh, this team who had a top five defense last year, they brought in weapons. They were supposed to be a Super Bowl contender, and that seems all for naught. Now you you have the questions about Aaron Rodgers at forty years old, rehabilitating from an Achilles, trusting that Achilles again when he was on the back end of his career. Like this is this is about as brutal as I could have imagined. And after four plays, and I hate to say it, Jeff, and I mentioned this on the show. I feel like, okay, we can talk about turf versus grass. I don't know if that's the discussion we really need to have around this injury in particular. But I feel like it's a lot on Aaron Rodgers. He needed to get the ball out in that situation. And I know that injuries are freak situations that you can't really control at times. But that was quick game. He needed to get that damn ball out. Well, okay. Two things. That's, by the way, spoken like a true offensive lineman. <laughs> that's, that's like, blame the quarterback. No, no, no. I, I, I wouldn't blame the quarterback if this was a free edge rusher. That came. Okay, okay. There we let, go. Let, 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 let's go. Let's, let's first take the first topic was, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of injuries that we've seen in the NFL. There's like the devastating Mike Utley, perilous, peril, you know, whatever, and, the, yeah. and those kind of injuries. And then there's the... Gail Sayers, right? One of the truly was on uh, on route to being this. He's still a Hall of Famer, but his career devastated by injury. But in terms of high profile injuries, at the yeah, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to beat this. You literally just had an entire summer hard knocks devoted to what this man was going to do for New York and New York Jets, and four plays. Yep. Oh my. God, it's horrible. It was, it's the most Jets it, thing ever, though, too. It was. There's something comical about it, a little bit, like whatever. But like, just to see Peyton react, like no one knew what to say. Like what? Like he's done. That's it. Like this is. It was. It was such a gut punch. You almost couldn't get your mind around it. Like of all the things to happen, it wasn't even in the second quarter. It, this is like all of this wind up. It's like uh, I don't know. It, it was it was it was preposterous. Then, in, in terms of the, is it on him? Yeah, sure. But you know, I, I, I don't. There are there will be he, moments when a quarterback holds onto the ball. Yes, long. yes. So I don't. And he could have got sacked, moments, and this could this may not have happened I mean, too in a in an alternate reality. There are certainly moments where Josh Allen hung onto the ball too long. Whatever. In every game, quarterbacks hold onto the ball too long, and so. I'm not going to blame them for right. getting hurt. I'm more inclined to blame the offensive line, which everyone knew. As a, no, not at a macro level. Everyone yes. knew that offensive line was going to be a problem. And <laughs> if he didn't get injured on that play, like he was going to get beat up. Like he was going to get beat up. And so, I mean, we we already saw that. He was, you know, he was under duress right from the start. Um, having said that, this whole thing it it was so bizarre too because. You know, he's not writhing in pain. He's not pounding the turf. He's not throwing his helmet. He's just sitting there. He's yeah, like devastated. Yeah, it was, what the hell? He's, what? He's just sitting there? And he obviously knew in that moment. And it took a little little bit for the rest of us to find out. But, um, I yeah, that's it's just absolutely it's absolutely brutal. <laughs> and to your point about that old line, I know there's been a lot raised about the quick game and like tackles cutting on the quick game. There is a reason that you tell tackles to cut. You don't think that they can block straight up. I think there's something to be said about what, that what, as well. What's interesting to me though is, and maybe you can help me with this one, is that 
because um, Jeffrey brought it up, the, the cutting, and he was, he was like, come on, man, it's not going it, to, this was, and he was sort of blaming Aaron. He was like, Aaron wants him to cut. Not, but then later on, the story emerged that Aaron was unhappy yep. that they were, cutting uh, they were being asked to yep. cut because it meant he was going to have to get rid of the ball quickly. He wasn't going to be able to extend to the plays, et cetera. What do you think happened there? I, with the, I, with I, the I think, listen, I, there was plays in college where we cut on quick game because there's a slant running in right behind you. And we saw that on the play that Aaron got hurt. Garrett Wilson was streaking across the field on a slant. So it's, it's common to have that happen. Um, but with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, I think it's probably better to stay on your feet ultimately because he can't extend plays and go make things happen downfield, even if that first read sort of breaks down. I didn't think it broke down on that play, though. In particular, right. but no, right. I, this is that's a commonality in 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 quick passing game to get guys hands down so you right. have a throwing lane. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I was I, I was there, there. There were lots of different. Uh, there were there were certainly lots of storylines yep. that emerged from and, that, and that was one of them. The turf obviously was another. The Jets. Uh, the Jets defense is so damn good, and I just. I have a tough time if I'm a Jets fan or if I'm just a fan of the NFL watching this team punt on a season with Zach Wilson, a quarterback. I Do you think they should go and look at other options, whether it be free agent? I mean, like Carson Wentz, Joe Flacco. I know that doesn't necessarily get anybody excited about their, their playoff chances, but I feel like punting on a season like this when you had so much hope just is is the most hopeless feeling, helpless feeling in the world. Well, uh I told you yesterday in my pessimism that it was the wrecking crew of that defense that had me thinking the Bills were going to lose. Right. I didn't realize Aaron Rodgers was going to go down. Um, I mean, they had this terrific defense last year, and they almost I think they're going to be better this year. And so last year was already squandered uh, because their quarterback play. Sure, they should be willing to give things up to get a – credible quarterback if the Zach Wilson thing isn't going to work or to have someone who is potentially better. The question though that leads to is who, <laughs> exactly. like, that, yeah. who, who, is, who is that person? I don't think Carson Wentz is, I don't, I don't think he, if the point is that with Zach Wilson, you're maybe a wild card borderline wild card team, maybe not whatever. And this team is so good. It, well, I don't think Carson Wentz gets you to where like you're not Super Bowl contender with Carson Wentz. Like I don't, I don't know. He gets you where you want to go. So, who exactly gets you to, you know? It, 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 I think the Jameis Winston idea isn't a bad one if you could get him. Um, but I also think what we think about Jameis Winston is framed by not having seen him a lot. You know what I mean? Like, like. Like Jameis Winston, we just remember him as the number one pick coming out of Florida State. We remember the howitzer. And so you can imagine him as being better than he is. He wasn't able to win the job all these years in the Orleans, where they actually like him, too. Yeah. Like he's not a, you know, and so I don't, but that's one I could, is, like I'd give up a third. Let, let me ask you this, though. Is the Carson Wentz being just a miserable quarterback overplayed? Like I, I feel like everybody is so out on the idea of bringing in Carson Wentz at this point. And I don't think. His track so record, evidence, yes. Where is where, the evidence the, 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 the last, last three years that he's the, good? The last year with the Eagles, he was bad. He led the league in turnovers or interceptions. I can get behind that. Last and year with the Commanders, bad, bad defense. Bad there's, a lot, there's a lot of reasons that, that he was bad with the Commanders, including play calling. With Indy, I think 
everything is painted around losing to the Jags the last week of the season when they could have played themselves into the the uh, playoffs because he was not. I promise you. I mean, just sort of watching him bad. and looking at his stats, he was not miserable at all. He's twenty-seven TDs to seven INTs, threw for thirty-five hundred yards. They had a chance to make the playoffs, and then we saw Matt Ryan come in the next year. They thought it was going to be good, and he was terrible he was, he behind was that terrible. offensive line and that Colts franchise that so sort of imploded in he on was itself. Good. They obviously invested a lot in Carson Wentz. I, not 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 just in terms of what they gave up, but in terms of their credibility and you know everything else. Why did they then move on if he was good? I think they should have stuck stuck with him compared to what happened with Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger and all those guys the next year. I think they would have been in a better situation. I, 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 I that's what I that's what I believe. I think they were really peeved by the fact that he couldn't beat the Urban Meyerless, coachless Jags so that were horrible in that, that one. I truly that believe one that is the case. That. If he makes the playoffs that year, there's no way they move off of him that easily. I can't imagine, especially 27 to 7 TD to INT. I think that there was, I think that it's overblown to a certain extent, but I don't know if everybody's on my same page with that. So, do you think the same thing, Grizzlies fans, are gonna, the rest of the league is going to look back at the Dylan Brooks <laughs> thing the same way? They're going to say, you guys overreacted. They overreacted to that series against the Lakers. I think just and like with Matt off. Ryan being miserable the next year, time will tell. If the Grizzlies are awful next year without Dylan Brooks and Marcus Smart is over the hill, we can revisit this conversation. You're saying but I think that time you're will tell. me right now. That Marcus Smart is Matt Ryan. That's really. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if he is, if he is, we can Uh revisit the conversation. If he is, (laughs) Uh, that's fine. I I, I certainly there was nothing about Zach Wilson last night that convinced me. Yes. uh, That that he was going to be the answer. Um, Brees Hall looked good though. Yes. Like they didn't have him last year. You know, obviously got injured last year, and they were obviously. You know, giving him they were uh, you know not not giving him the full load last night, but like he looked good, he looked good. So that they are already, I think, better and than they were last year. And so yes, a credible quarterback would go a long way. You would still make the play if you make the playoffs with that team, given what happened last night. I think that's a win. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, uh, uh, how frustrated are you with Josh Allen? Uh, or are you not frustrated? Do you think he's going to figure all these things out? But I, I did bring up these stats off the top of the show, and I just think it's it's ridiculous to continue to go down this path. 39 turnovers in the last 19 games. He has the most turnovers since enter, entering the NFL in 2018. I understand how good he can be, how explosive he can make that offense, but damn, I, I remember the day of reckoning for Patrick Mahomes in 2021 when he wanted to make all those plays downfield and he turned the ball over way too much in the first half of the season. Josh Allen has to flip that switch at some point too. Take yeah, take the small I mean, plays. And, and, and Joe Burrow, like you know, he went from being a, a you know mad bomber to last year. It, the, the weird thing is though, is this isn't some big secret. Like so, I don't know what uh, I don't know how you, you know all off season, literally the entire off season was. Josh Allen has to make better decisions. Josh Allen has to make better decisions. It was Josh Allen saying, "I have to make better decisions." It was getting some other weapons so he doesn't have to force things, other people, whatever. That's the entire offseason was dedicated to that. So then to see this, yes, you're like, what the hell? Like, seriously, what the hell? Um, You know, I mean, I I don't – it is is frustrating. Uh, John McEnroe said 
it's like asking me to behave myself when I get on the tennis court. You know, that that's what he said. And <laughs> maybe there's an element of that. Like you can go in with the best intentions all you want. Um, because that's just lunacy what he did, particularly given the... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can... And overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's one thing if you're going up against Aaron Rodgers and it's a shootout and you've got to be making plays when all you have to do is not turn the ball over and you turn the ball over four freaking times and you have Mark Sanchez trolling you on Twitter about the butt fumble. He said that he tweeted, Hey, Josh Allen just ran into his own guy and lost the ball. Weird. You know? So you got, that's insane. But I don't know what there is to do about it. Like, what is there? Uh, he'll, he, this week, he will say the same things Indeedee said last night. Last night, he said, same ass, different day. So he's not, it's not a mystery to him. But why in that moment, you then decide, I'm going to do this? You know, I think it's possible that, that um, I mean, there, there's no option but to ride with Josh Allen one way, shape, or form, right? He's, he, is, he is the best chance you got. But they have no running game. They have a, a, a substandard offensive line, yeah. and they have an offensive coordinator who who is uh, his second year and whatever. Right. Else. So it's, I just it's possible that there are there are other issues, but this this was. I just feel like the excuses Josh. start to add up, and at some point, it's just like, all right, Josh, stop him? throwing. No, of course not. But at some point, it's, it's like Josh, stop making these same it? mistakes. Stop doing the same things constantly. I mean, we every, talk about Lamar Jackson fan, and his arm talent. We talk about Tua and his head injuries. We talk about for a year. It's like, yes, yeah, stop, stop it. <laughs> stop it. So, that, but then he doesn't. He does stop it again. It. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. But then also, I, mean, I feel what, like the excuse making is pretty substantial too. Like you just yeah, made a no, few for I him. Think most people acknowledge that was, and and there was no excuse making by Josh. Right. I mean, you you can acknowledge there are problems with that offense, that it doesn't look like the same offense that the first half of last year. As that something's there's a problem with that offense, 
you can acknowledge that without making excuses for Josh Allen. Josh Allen was a complete knucklehead last night. He was, in fact, what's weird is he was the quarterback that he was scouted to be coming out of Wyoming. Yes, like, like he you, is. you look at you <laughs> look at point. Josh Allen. What a terrible pick that's going to be. He's never going to make it because he's a wild man and makes you know whatever else. That is what he was last night. <laughs> it's not fundamentally what he has become. But it's what he's turned his career into. But that loss is 100% on Josh Allen, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm just telling you the excuses and, oh, he doesn't have enough on offense. His offensive line is not good enough. The run game. Is, they can exist can at the same be, time, but I don't think it that. It can be true that it's not a good yes. offensive line and also that he can't throw. Like, both of those things can be true, and it doesn't have to be an excuse. It can be he does not have a great offensive line. Do you like their running game? You tell me. No, Do you like I don't. But okay, he doesn't have enough help, I think, it falls on deaf ears with Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis, I think, has, has his moments. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, they drafted. They, but Dawson receivers. Knox has been a solid tight end. I think there's you know a- what their answer last night was? Their answer was to come out and throw to Deontay Harden. Like, that was their answer. <laughs> Which is not exactly Tyreek Hill, let's yeah. be honest. But I'm not making excuses for Josh Allen. It's frustrating as hell right? Uh, that, he, that, he, that he turned. Now, if you want to be optimistic as a Bills fan, you could say, I saw this last year against the Jets. You yep. know, this is what he does. This I don't think everyone does. can do what the Jets did to him. I'll say that. <laughs> right. I don't. So, I mean, I don't. I don't. Let's be honest. I don't think he's going to average four turnovers a game uh, this year. <laughs> that would be I'm, quite I'm, bad. I'm that optimistic, but it was pathetic. What in the world? I mean, the first one, even the first one, you can say it's as good as a punt, but that was, you know, come on, that's that's reckless. Why do that? The first, the first one, he could have run for the first down. I think. Yeah. He uh, he fired it, you know, whatever else. It was just, uh, yeah, frustrating as hell. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what you do. Like, he's your ride-or-die guy, right? Yeah, no, he's your franchise quarterback. I get that. I guess the, the, the frustrating part is you hold him in this high regard of maybe top three, top five quarterbacks in the NFL, but he turns the ball over way more than any of those guys combined. It's not even close. The Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrows of the world, I'd put him right uh, in, in that category in a lot of ways. But the, the turnovers at some point, you have to take him out of there until he shows a propensity to not do that game to game. That's what we're going to do. We're going to tell him we're going to, Josh, you're no longer a top. And so you stop <laughs> turning the ball over. We're not going to rank you anymore. The problem is, is that, you know, they made him the cover boy for Madden yep. with all those is turnovers. It the, is it the curse? Know? Is it the curse? The Madden well, curse? Well, it's, it could be the curse. It's, it's all, it is funny. He's getting criticism in Buffalo now for being everywhere. Like being like he's, he's in, on every commercial. He's, you know, he's dating. Haley Steinfeld. Uh, Heinz, yep. Heinz, yeah, exactly. It's like maybe he was supposed to be so locked in. Maybe if he'd stop hanging out with the starlets and whatever, I don't really <laughs> think there's a connection there, but, um, but yeah, no, I do love the conversation folks have true. around guys getting a lot of attention in the offseason. Baker Mayfield had his good year where he gets the Browns into the playoffs, and then he's all on the he's all the what what, what are the commercials? Progressive commercials where he acted like yeah, the uh, yeah. the Brown Stadium was his home, thing. and people said, "Well, if he wasn't doing so many commercials, he'd be he'd be it, it playing seem, at a higher level." It doesn't seem to. Uh, I, I don't think the nationwide commercials is it nationwide? Or who is it? Who is it? No, who is it? Who For, is? Uh, that Patrick Mahomes doing. Uh, Peyton Manning seemed to survive doing many commercials. He's still a very effective quarterback. <laughs> Tom Brady still does commercials. Very effective quarterback. Patrick Mahomes does a lot of cor- commercials. Very effective quarterback. I don't really think that's the reason. I just think people get mad. I think <laughs> you know? I think that's fair. 
I think that's people fair. get mad. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, with the Bills, I'm not going to bring this up with you and give your uh, have you give your opinions on it because I think we're going to have to see how this plays out. But the Terry Pegula stuff from uh, Jim Trotter of the NFL, right. where uh, he said he the NFL media executives brushed off um, Pegula saying, "Let's it's see cool. here, it's if the cool. bla- just so you know. if it's the black cool. players don't like it here, they should go back to Africa and see how bad it is." Okay, well, yeah, I'm not going mean, to that that's that's another uh, that was insult to injury this morning for Bills fans. I'd have to imagine. First, it's Pagula, just so you know. Uh, it's not Pegula. It's Pagula. But okay. um, the, Pagula. The, 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 listen, that is so horrifically racist, and I do not eliminate the possibility that any NFL owner uh, could have engaged it's, in that kind of talk. It's kind it's of sad. A, that that, is, that it, is the take. It, it is totally within the realm of possibility. The only thing that I found at least a little curious about it was – Jim Trotter isn't alleging that he heard it. He's alleging that someone else heard it and told him that happened, you know, and it wasn't a player. It was another media member supposedly told him that happened. So it's the very definition of hearsay. Yes. And so, but do I rule out the possibility that he said it? Not at all. It's just, it's, 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 it's not even like he said, she said, or he said, he said, it's he said he said he said and which so it's a there's a little more distance there, but um, I, I I certainly am not going to vouch for the the uh, the soul of Terry Pagula one way or another. Yeah, and I don't need you to. I don't need you to. But talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins, um, Ryan uh, Ryan Silverfield radio show was yesterday. Laird Veach stepped up to the mic, and uh, this was sort of the first moment where it was very clear the intentions he has. They don't want to delay. Uh, the the stadium renovations. He said there's sort of a moment of truth coming up, and we need to demonstrate that and send the message that we're here collectively as a city and state and university. Then he went on to say, I've heard a lot of people talking about it being an either-or situation between the Grizzlies and Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. He doesn't like that because when it was asked for, when the, the big ass was asked for by Mayor Strickland, there was a thought that it was supposed to go to both. But this is this was sort of the most firm language I've heard from either side, the Grizzlies or the uh, or the university about these renovations and when they need to get done, how the money needs to be divvied up. Yeah, I mean it's a continuation of what the of the campaign that they started two weeks ago. They want the money now, uh, very clearly. I don't blame them for wanting the money now. Um, and so, um, but the, the notion that it's not that that's fine. There will be both will be funded to some degree, right? Both will yeah. be funded to some degree. But the idea, every dollar is either here or there. Like it, the idea that it's an either or is just preposterous. Every dollar could either go to one or could go to the other. And so you're making a choice. I don't know if you saw today that Oklahoma City announced they're building a $900 million arena for the funder. A $900 million arena for the funder. Yep. And so um, if you are in a small market, that's the kind of thing you do in order to keep your NBA team. So I think it's, I, I, I think the university of Memphis is going to get the money they want. And I think they will have played this beautifully because what I think will have happened is, is that as part of the ask, they were like with the Grizzlies, right? We're just going to ask a big pot of money and we're going to, and they were swept along and they benefited from being part of the pro that we're getting this and now what they're actually asking is we want to go ahead and get our money 
even though the grizzly stuff isn't figured out. And so now they're sort of separating themselves from, from, from the grizzlies. Just give us our money and we don't, we don't really, whatever you guys figure out the grizzlies. And that's a great strategy. It's worked. I think it's going to work brilliantly for them. I will be worried when they get their money and the, if the way it works out is they get their money and the grizzlies thing is not settled, the money that you're giving the University of Memphis, you can no longer give to the Grizzlies because yep. you've given it to the Grove of Memphis. And until then, the Grizzlies sign a new long-term lease, I will worry and I will wonder if the city had its priorities pass backwards. Yeah, you're not the only one. You're not the only one. But appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks for joining. We'll See do it again. again tomorrow. That's Jeff Calkins, columnist of the Daily Memphian. Follow all of his work at the Daily Memphian, dailymemphian.com. And he's the host of the Jeff Calkins Show right here on 92.9 FM. ESPN from 9 to 11, again, with the Jeff Calkin Show. Now, when you think of engagement rings, wedding bands, diamonds, think Robert Irwin Jewelers. Ring design is the number one thing women care about and why all of Robert Irwin Jewelers' rings are fully customizable. It's, it's as simple as this. You can have an idea in your head. You can have a picture. You can draw something up, and Robert Irwin Jewelers can make it come to life by designing that one-of-a-kind custom ring just for you. Or you can make the ring all by yourself. Just show up to any Robert Irwin Jewelers locations. There's five locations, including the OG there on Perkins Extended. You choose the center stone, cut clarity, shape, size. You pick the setting. They'll help you if you need it. And Robert Irwin Jewelers will make that ring for your special someone that no one else has or has even ever tried on. It was designed totally by you for them. It always means more when you take the time to do something special at Robert Irwin Jewelers. And Robert Irwin Jewelers also has no pressure with the meant-to-be guarantee. Buy your loose diamond and custom-made engagement ring at RIJ, and you have 365 days to return it. If you guys break up, if there's some issues with the engagement, if you call it off, if you don't like what you have, you can return it within 365 days, get your refund, um, and, and figure it out from there. But Robert Irwin Jewelers has been doing this in Memphis since... <laughs> Forever, 42 years, Howie and his family have always provided different and more relaxed ways to buy fine jewelry with less pressure and more options and much better prices. They know that it's a big decision. They know that when you have a fine piece of jewelry, it's an expression of your love. They always have something for you that you'll be proud of no matter what your budget is. They make you look good and help you show how much you care. Bigger, brighter diamonds with zero down and up to 60 months to pay. So whether it's birthday uh, it could be congratulations, anniversary, I love you, I'm sorry, Merry Christmas, from $250 to $250,000. Robert Irwin Jewelers has something for every single budget. There's five Memphis locations, including the OG there on per- Perkins Extended, or you can go online at rijewelers.com to check out their selection. Bigger, brighter diamonds, Robert Irwin Jewelers. Now we have to take a trip around the NFL. Let's go ahead and do that next right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. It's time to take a trip around the National Football League, brought to you by Long Shots. The Buffalo Bills. Uh, I brought this up with uh, Jeff just a little bit, but uh, Bills owner Terry Pagula is alleged to have made a racist comment about black players in the NFL. According to a racial discrimination lawsuit against the league filed Tuesday by longtime reporter Jim Trotter, a fellow NFL media reporter recalled a conversation he had with Pagula, who was speaking to the reporter about the NFL's social justice initiatives and Black Lives Matter in 2020 on a Zoom call with 40 other NFL media workers. Pagula allegedly said 
If the black players don't like it here, they should go back to Africa and see how bad it is. Again, this is hearsay. This is a lot of folks, uh, or at least one person in particular, stepping up to say what Terry Pagula had to say. Again, the Bills owner. But my gosh, I'm not ruling it out of the realm of possibilities. Trotter also says he told several NFL media executives over the years, they apparently brushed it off. They apparently did nothing about it. They said they were going to investigate it. They never did. Jerry Jones is also part of this Jim Trotter um, racial discrimination lawsuit. And he is uh, alleged to have said a quote that reads, if blacks feel some kind of way, they should buy their own team and hire who they want to hire. If he said that, that is the most despicable thing in the world. You guys aren't giving up what you have in ownership of these NFL uh, NFL organizations, so shut the hell up. If they want, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. But again, hearsay. We'll see how this all comes out. Now, Terry Pagula has responded. He said the statement attributed to me in Mr. Trotter's complaint is absolutely false. I am horrified that anyone would connect me to an allegation of this kind. Racism has no place in our society, and I am personally disgusted that my name is associated with this complaint. And the NFL's response. Uh, as of today, to Jim Trotter, is we share Jim Trotter's passion for quality journalism created in and supported by a diverse, inclusive environment. We take his concerns seriously, but strongly dispute his specific allegations, particularly those made against his dedicated colleagues at NFL Media. Here's the thing. The NFL does cover up a whole lot, as uh, as we can totally look at with Dan Snyder and all the years where the Redskins slash Washington football team slash commanders just ran wild and did all these things that went unchecked by the league office. I don't know if I can confirm, if we will ever get these quotes confirmed. It's not out of the realm of possibilities, but these are pretty horrific, horrific alleged quotes from Jerry Jones and Terry Pagula. If they are true, my gosh, man, that is just ridiculous. The Kansas City Chiefs. We do have a little bit of uh, known about Chris Jones and his one-year contract he agreed to with the Chiefs. Again, he didn't get his long-term deal done, and I think that's a loss ultimately for Chris Jones. He's unbelievable. He's going on 30. He needs some, uh, uh, you know, he needs people to guarantee some things the back end of his career with how good he's been. He had 15 and a half sacks last year, his third defensive player of the year voting. So, again, I think this one-year deal from the Chiefs is an ultimate loss. He's owed $19.1 million no matter what, but we did learn that there's incentives. And yesterday we didn't know what the incentives were. We didn't know what the money amount, the dollar amount would be. We still don't know what the incentives are, but we do know that the deal could get up to $25 million per year for this one year. If he performs well and meets all of his incentives, it would be hard. You'd be hard-pressed to find the Chiefs not signing him to a long-term deal for a lot of money next year. And here's the thing about the Chiefs. They're not killed by the cap. They, they have money they can go spend on a guy like Chris Jones. If he meets these incentives, gets up to $25 million this year, he'll be right around there for a, for a re-up package. But um, $25 million puts him right on par if he meets all those incentives with most of the guys that got their deals done this offseason. Quinnen Williams, um, you know, uh, Dexter Lawrence, guys like that. The only one he'd be trailing – uh, it, truthfully, would be Aaron Donald, who's at $31 million per year. But I think we get why like, Aaron Donald gets the amount of money he gets per year. The Cincinnati Bengals. This is bad, and it's bad for the Bengals who have been trying to get their old line right for years and years and years with Joe Burrow at the helm. Lyle Collins, who was with the Cowboys for a long time, signed a five-year, $50 million deal with them. They ultimately traded him off to the Bengals. He was supposed to be the right tackle of the future for the Bengals. Bengals have completely gotten rid of him. They have thrown him out. 
He has been waived by the Bengals, even though he had a $35 million signing bonus. He was making a bunch of money per year. So now they're going to have to shore up that offensive line, and Lyle Collins is not part of the future. Now, Lyle Collins has been dealing with a lot of injuries. He had an ACL and MCL tear last year that kept him out most of the year. Uh, This year, he started the year on the uh, physically unable to perform list. But Lyle Collins at one point looked like one of the best right tackles in the league when he's with the Cowboys, and now he's done completely. And the Bengals have to find a way to get that O-line shirt up if they want years and years and years of Joe Burrow being good on this five-year, $275 million contract. And I think also on top of that, yeah, you're going to have to go sign another right tackle. You're going to have to work around the edges to get this whole line right. You have to deal with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase coming up on an extension. I have said, and I've made it very clear, I think when we talk about the championship window being open for the Cincinnati Bengals, it's easier said than done. You're in a division that is constantly pounding you. AFC North is tough. They run the ball. They play rugged defense. And when you look at the Steelers and the Ravens, those are two of the most, two of the five best run NFL franchises in the history of the NFL. The Bengals are not by any stretch of the imagination. I am very high on Joe Burrow. I am. I'm very high on Jamar Chase. I'm very high on what they could be. But they're going to have to make the right moves or it could not. It may not be as good as they, they think their future will be. And I, I, I think that's a frustrating reality of what they're dealing with right this second. It's so odd to me across the NFL this season how many contending teams have issues with the offensive line. Yeah. I mean, it's the truth of it. I mean, but they, like you look at uh, the teams with the best offensive lines, like Chiefs, really good. Lions, really good. Those teams will continue to have 49ers, really good. You'll see those teams have success into the playoffs. Like, people downplay O-line, and maybe when you go position to position, you don't need the best left guard in the world to be the best offensive line or the best team in the NFL. But if you have five guys that work really well alongside each other, you will last into those winter months and ultimately give your chance to win, yourself a chance to win a Super Bowl. It just feels like in week one we saw a lot of bad quarterback play, and I do think that a lot of that was rustiness from these guys not playing in the preseason and some of them not even having a training camp because of injury, but a lot of it I think was because they were running for their lives most of the time. Steelers, we had high hopes for them. Pickett got beat up. Dude. He, I mean, it was like the third play of the game. He got hit on his people head, think and he people, are starting, yeah, people are starting yeah. to think he had a concussion. We saw Tua last year with a bad old line. It, that team got derailed by him being out of the uh, being out of the lineup because the O line got him hurt early in that year. Jets last night with Aaron Rodgers, they're cutting when they probably could have just gotten their hands up on a guy, and he has a torn uh, Achilles for the rest of the year. You don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers after you paid him, traded for him, did all that. You have to have a good O line to succeed in this day and age of the NFL. That's the truth of it. And I even throw it back to the. Uh, the uh, Chiefs playing the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. People discounted all the injuries they had on the O-line that year, and Patrick Mahomes got killed for it, and the Bucks ended up winning a Super Bowl because that O-line was so bad and they were able to get after Patrick Mahomes. We downplay the O-line constantly, but every single year it shows up for even the most talented teams in the NFL. If you don't have a good one, you put yourself behind the eight ball. And I think the Bengals are going to be in that in that situation again this offseason. They thought they figured something out with Lyle Collins, but between injuries, being on the physically unable to perform list, and now being cut, you're going to have to find another guy to fill that void. Not good. Not good at all. But this has been a trip around the National Football League. We're going to stick with the National Football League in small talk as uh, looks like Taylor Swift 
may have a new love interest, and it's a National Football League star. That's next, 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. I keep telling you about the Memphis Touchdown Club and their eight-part speaker series this fall. Alyssa Lang is next. Keith Carter, the Ole Miss AD, made sure he handled business at Hilton Memphis. But Small Talk is brought to you by the Memphis TD Club. If you need tickets or information to that eight-part speaker series, make sure you go to Memphis TD Club. I do have to mention one more thing about the Jets and the Bills last night. There was a large group of Packers fans that lost huge last night watching that game. There was a uh, pub called Jack's American Pub in Milwaukee, and there was a lot of people that came in, fans of the Packers, to watch Aaron Rodgers fail. That was the truth of it. And Jack's American Pub made a promise that all of the patrons, all of the people there, would have their drinks paid for if the Jets lost to the Bills. So... Four plays into the game, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. What do these guys do in response? They do the the logical thing, the thing that makes a whole lot of sense. The Jets don't have Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson's coming to the game. They're playing the a team that's, you know, one of the favorites to win the AFC and the Bills. They're going to lose this game. Let me run up my tab as much as possible. So all these people start running up their tab, and with about four minutes to go, the Jets scored that touchdown to equal the score at 13. They had the go-ahead punt return. So all of these fans, all of these Milwaukee Packers fans had to pay their tab at Jack's American Pub. I think it's beautiful. I think it's poetic. It, oh, it's certainly poetic. The, the video out there of the bar realizing that they're going to have to pay their tab is pretty remarkable because you just see a bunch of guys. Kind of, it seems like a lot of people pulled up their bank accounts to make sure they can yeah, cover it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, hey, can we uh, – because apparently is a working-class city, all right? Well, it sounds like the deal, though – is good for the whole season. If the Jets lose a game all year, I think drinks are paid. But they, I, I think that's the deal. They probably are going to have some serious PTSD from this game. Well, the bar though. probably made so much money from last night that they could give away free drinks forever because you have to know that they, I mean, they had to run up that bar tab big time. Yeah. Well, I, w- I mean, it was, the, it was honestly, I would have if I was at Jack's Pub and Grill last night, right? Hey, can I get a burger? I need two shots. Give, give me a couple beers. Oh, I didn't even think about food. Yeah, come on. <laughs> get me right. Get me right. I would have done the same thing. I think it's a logical response, but on the back end, you get killed by Jack's Pub. And Jack's Pub, shout out. Good for them. Good for you. You Good drove up them. business for yourself well for done. a night. Well done. But I, 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 do, I do get a kick out of uh, out of the, the spite that goes into having a deal like that blowing up in everybody's face. That's 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 poetic. Yeah, Jordan Love looks fine. Don't you don't have to get too mean about it. Well, I think I I don't blame Packers fans I don't for either. feeling the way they I do don't about either. Aaron Rodgers. But I think we can all I, I want to know what their response was to him. I mean, clearly they were celebrating if they're buying all those drinks. I mean, and running yeah, up it, a it was a celebration. They, <laughs> he tore his Achilles and they're celebrating in there on the back end. Jets still kill them. Let, let's be honest. Every single Packers fan last night went karma immediately. Yes. That's the first thought that they had. And then they had the karma doubt. at Jack's Pub. I love it. Yes. I love it. Um, now, what we came here to talk about today. We know that uh, Taylor Swift has a lot of love interests, and usually her love interest, when it goes bad, it ends up in her album. <laughs> and that's never fun. I, at times, don't like Taylor Swift because of that, but Taylor Swift is unbelievable. What she does in selling out uh, NFL stadiums is great. Now, Travis Kelsey is the next in line here. They're both 33 years old. Travis recently admitted that he tried to make a move on Taylor Swift at one of her tour dates in July, 
and they are reportedly quietly hanging out quite a bit, according to uh, the Daily Mail and the Messenger. So how do we feel? A Travis Kelsey-Taylor Swift mashup here, power couple. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm Travis Kelsey, though, I would be careful. I don't want to be the next album. I know I mentioned that already, but it's serious. Tread lightly. You got to tread lightly. Tread lightly. Good for him. Don't piss her off. If you get into a relationship with Taylor Swift, you have to know not to piss her off. Listen, wish them both the... All the happiness in the world. Hope it works out. Tread lightly. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of Taylor Swift. I like her music. I like what? what she does. Didn't she have like a 10-minute song about who was it? I don't remember. The guy who, uh, uh, Jake the Gyllenhaal. Guy. There was like a 10-minute oh, yeah, song. yeah, Gyllenhaal. And then she with the Joe Jonas Jake stuff Gyllenhaal. going on, people were, cause people were laughing about how Joe Jonas, like she can actually listen to a Taylor Swift song that's about her ex-husband now. Like that's pretty funny. So, yeah, just tread lightly. Focus on football. You're needed on the field here, all right? We saw <laughs> yeah, what happened last game. He even gets you on the field. Yeah. Maybe this, Tony can go that route, but not you. Kelsey. Hey, Canarius Tony and Taylor Swift would be a hell of a mashup, I have to say. <laughs> that would be an insane, insane turn of events. Um, but if Travis Kelsey doesn't perform well, are we going to blame it on him chasing Taylor Swift all this time? No. Why not? I think that's fun. It's fun, <laughs> but like... It's, it's also blaming it's a woman ba- for the performance of your football player. So I'm, says, not- I'm not ba- it's not based in reality is what you're getting. Not at. enough, not enough. No. Okay. People are freaking out though. They're, they're like, "He was born in 1989. It's perfect. It's one of the albums." And it's like, oh, "Wait, let's are, relax. are Swifties on on on, oh, on board with this?" On, it seems like they're on board with it. Because I mean, Kelsey's a good dude. Seems yeah. like a good guy, good they, family. Don't they have the Kelsey documentary coming out soon on uh, it's either Hulu or Peacock? I think there's They one may be. Out. The yeah. commercial with the mom's pretty funny with yes. Jimmy G. That's yes. very funny. Very good commercial. It's I'm hard a- to get Swifty to Swifties to agree on her love interest. That though. is so true. If they have, if he they, seems if they like approve, he's passed the test. If they so approve, far. this thing could probably get pushed through pretty quickly. Yeah. Right? So good for Travis to be on the right side of the Swifties. That's usually not easy to do. It's not easy to do. Good for him. Yes. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> One hour left in the show. We'll get to the Blitz around 6.30. We'll talk about LeBron James wanting to get Team USA all set for the Paris Olympics, including bringing on Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul. They seem all to be prepared to commit. But coming up next, we have to talk about Monday Night Football. We'll talk about some NFL. We'll talk about some Cowboys, some Memphis football, all of that. With Christian Fowler, Bluff City Media, and on the Bluff Podcast with yours truly right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. Back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet with faster speeds rolling out all the time. An internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through July 30th, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $35 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required, 
and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. September is World Ozone Month, so it's a perfect month to use your vehicle less. Your car emits a lot of chemicals that can be damaging to the ozone layer. Try leaving the car at home and walk or bike to close destinations. For longer trips, try taking public transportation or scheduling a carpool with friends or coworkers. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? There's no quit in Memphis. There never has been. And we're not starting now. I'm Floyd Bonner, and that's why I'm running for mayor. Because there's too much good in Memphis to let us be known by what's wrong in Memphis. But it's going to take a mayor with some backbone to turn this city around. As mayor, Floyd Bonner will push for stricter sentencing laws so violent criminals stay behind bars. He'll hold parents accountable for damage caused by their kids. And Floyd Bonner's desk-to-duty plan will put more police on the streets overnight. Let's face it, the stakes are too high for on-the-job training. And Floyd Bonner is the only candidate with a plan to make Memphis safer. I truly believe our best days are ahead of us. But right now, we need a mayor whose vision is bigger than our problems. Floyd Bonner, ready on day one. Paid for by friends of Floyd Bonner for mayor, Shirley Jackson, treasurer. So a few tiles are cracked in my restaurant. Big whoop. It's fine. Like, watch where you're walking, you know? Pay for a new floor? (laughs) No way. Nobody's going to get hurt. What happened? If you or anyone in your family has been injured, call Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. We've collected over $15 billion for our clients. It's easy. Visit ForThePeople.com for an office near you. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.